Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another DIY Money. DIY Money. Welcome back to another great week. Yes. Or if you're binging on the episodes, then just keep going. Keep trucking through. I love it. I love the messages we're getting. Hey, I've been binging on your episodes. That's great. A lot of people with a long commutes, I guess. What do you binge on, Daniel? What do I binge on? Um, what's, the, what's the last thing you binged on? I should say. Uh, Podcast-wise, uh, Business Wars. I was listening to that while doing some yard work and landscaping this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. It takes a look at uh, two different companies that are competitors and uh, kind of how their relationship evolved over time. Really good podcast. Awesome. All right. We've got a great question today from April. And she is uh, got a unique question. We're going to hit it from two fronts, which I'm excited about. But before we get to that, if you are new to the podcast, and you want us to hit a specific question, I have two ways you can do it. One, you can send us a voice recording, which if we choose to use on the show, you will receive a $25 Amazon gift card from Derek, the intern. You send us a voice recording through your smartphone. Email it to podcast at DIYmoney.org, DIYmoney.org. The other way, it's not as enticing. You're not going to get 25 bones. But if you want to send us a email question, which we've been getting some of, or Insta, uh, you can do so, and we may choose to use it in a blog post uh, or a video where we read the question and then answer it. So we're, we're trying to, to kind of check out some different mediums to hit your questions because we've got a lot of good questions coming in. And we're just trying to generate some good content. So you can, again, send us a voicemail recording, podcast at DIY Money, or an email, podcast at DIY Money, or through our Insta page, which is DIY underscore money. Is that right, Daniel? Insta Insta is DIY dot money. Uh, DIY dot money. Or Twitter, which we just launched, and we've got our four followers. Come on. We need more followers than that. I'm posting some good stuff on there. DIY Money Q, at DIY Money Q. On Twitter. All right. Question today comes from April. What do you got, April? D-I-Y. Hi, guys. My name's April, and I'm in Houston, Texas. I have a question about retirement savings for you guys. So I'm in my 30s, and I do have a Roth IRA, but it's really small. I've never had a job where an employer actually funneled money into that IRA, you know, matched whatever my contributions were to the IRA. It's all been self-funded through me. Um, I'm currently self-employed and I do a lot of contract work. I'm wondering if there's any other sort of retirement savings tax haven that I could be putting my money into for later in life. So do you guys got any suggestions? Thanks. Excellent question, April, and bravo for the entrepreneurial route. She's a self-employed contractor. Yeah. 
I don't know what that means or what she does, but bravo. I think that means she's self-employed and she's a contractor. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Just pulling that out. It's just, just kind of working with that. All right. we I, There's a lot. This is a very vague question, and I understand why you were vague. Um, but there's a lot to unpack here. And we are going to answer the question specifically, and then I'm going to go off on a tangent, as I so often do, which Daniel asked me three times why I'm doing that, but I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, and so, Daniel, hit hit some of the particulars as far as uh, the specifics she's asking about uh, retirement savings for a small business owner. In short, are there tax havens for retirement savings for a small business owner? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it depends on your particular situation and what tax haven is going to be best for your particular tax and or profit situation for your business. So you've said that you've already contributed uh, or you have contributed in the past, at least maybe not this year to a Roth IRA on your own. So that is a, a great tax haven because you are going to pay tax on those funds that you're contributing in their current year. You, you pay that through your general income tax. And then uh, when you get into retirement and you make withdrawals, you're not going to pay any of the tax on their withdrawals. So while you don't get a tax deduction this year, that is considered a tax haven in that you're not going to have your earnings and so forth tax when you go to take that out. Now, there's also traditional IRAs, which is the exact opposite. Get a tax deduction now. You'll pay tax in retirement. However, as we get into the business world, there's also things along the lines of SEP IRAs, which is a good way for a business to defer uh, profits at a significant level. Um, and that contribution limits are higher for that than a, a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, which are individual retirement accounts. There's also simple IRAs, uh, which is a way to set up employer matching uh, and so forth. There's individual 401ks, but all of these are going to have various different uh, unique attributes that may or may not fit the situation you're in. And so it depends on really working with your accountant and or your financial planner to figure out what your goals are uh, for deferring this money and what precisely what tax haven it is you're looking for. If you're in a year with less income or less profits that you're going to report, and therefore you're in a lower tax bracket, you may be more interested in uh, future uh, uh, tax haven. That is a uh, Roth style where you're going to pay the tax on it now. However, if you have an exceptionally good year, you might be looking at higher or wanting to get higher deductions and therefore want something that provides you with a tax deduction now. It's going to be very dynamic, very variable, and this is an opportunity for you to talk to a qualified tax professional. And by qualified, I just mean somebody that you know, trust, and have vetted and have some reason to believe that they do know what they're talking about. They're just not uh, n n no uh, negativity meant, but like just a tax preparer, but they actually do know kind of the ins and outs of the various uh, tax laws and the tax situations. They can advise you in that. There's also financial planners, certified financial planners uh, who can look at your plan holistically, which is uh, your goals, your tax situation, your investing situation, and so forth, and also lend some color and insight to that as well. So you're going to want to get some perspective on that. But in short, yes, there are tax havens. Uh, caveat, it depends on what your situation is this year from a tax perspective. All right, April, my personal progression in this world, and I'm going to share with you what I personally did, and then I'm going to talk about your specific situation. Uh, when I first started in business, I had a little bit of, of excess money that I needed to uh, contribute for a 
tax benefit, uh, and that was through a traditional IRA. As the business progressed and as I started making more money, I opened a self-employed pension. I think that's what it stands for. Simplified Employee Pension. That is a SEP IRA. I then funded that for a few years until I started having employees. Sometimes you have to just be the boss of dancing. When I had employees, the mandate for employee uh, contributions was very aggressive, too aggressive for my liking. Uh, And I ultimately went to, for our small business, a simple IRA. After the simple IRA, as we continued to evolve and grow uh, as a business, we then went to a standard 401k. So my personal progression in business was traditional IRA, SEP IRA, simple IRA, 401k. But do you know what I had help with in each one of those instances, even though I'm in the financial world? My accountant. My CPA. This is one reason why CPAs are one of the most, if not the most, trusted advisor for an individual, especially for a small business person like yourself, entrepreneur. I have a big problem that if you paid tax that you want to try and reduce or eliminate altogether, that your CPA didn't recommend that you do something. That's a problem I have. Now, maybe they did, and you're just looking for a second of opinion, but I'm going to assume they did not, which tells me you need a new CPA. I would not at all hesitate to start looking for someone who is going to help you to make these tax-conscious decisions, for sure. Now, The second thing I'm going to say in this instance, because yes, it's smart planning. You want to proceed down this road. You want to make sure you're getting the biggest bang for your buck. And as I've alluded to in my personal situation and our business, remember we run a small business, Daniel and I do. That was the progression for for me. Uh, Throw in there the fact that uh, several years ago, my wife, who retired, not retired, who, who left her physical therapy job. She had an IRA, small IRA, that, that had, they had uh, been contributing to. And there was an opportunity in a given year to convert that to a Roth and pay the tax over time, which we did. So throw into the fact that, that now my, my wife has, has a Roth IRA. We didn't contribute to it, but we, uh, we converted to it. So there's some tax strategy planning when it comes to what specific account you need. And I would strongly encourage you get a good accountant that'll help you with that. Now, I do want to go down this road, however, because you made a couple of comments. You said you have a very small Roth IRA. You said uh, that you are in your mid-30s and that you are obviously uh, uh, self-employed and doing contract work. My only concern is that and now maybe you're wildly successful and you you just need a good accountant and you're off to the races and your long-term financial plan is going to be awesome but if that's not the case 
I many times run into, quote, entrepreneurs who really just have a hobby. They're just scraping by. Now, I'm not going to discourage entrepreneurialism. No way. Everything in my life is, is there because years ago, took a chance. Daniel moved across the country with his wife, took a chance developing this business. So I am a full-fledged U.S. capitalist behind entrepreneurialism. Go entrepreneurs. Love it. But if you are an expert in your field and you're not making enough money to pay for your health care, to pay your uh, towards your retirement, to set yourself up for the future, then you either A, need to take a long, hard look at what you're doing, or B, set some definite plans to make sure you're able to contribute. I remember hiring my very first employee. I did not have the money to do it. This is 20-some years ago, and I thought to myself, why on earth am I going to hire somebody with the money I don't have to put somebody in a place to do a job I can easily do? And I, I remember thinking to myself this very clear statement. I really don't have a business, and this is my business, so I'm not, I don't know what you do, but this is my business as I needed to grow and hire people. I don't really have a business if I can't afford to hire an office uh, manager. It's as simple as that. And so I said, well, there's one way to find out. Hire a manager. So my point is, is that if you're looking at your personal situation, you go, I don't know how in the world I'm going to be able to put enough money away for retirement. I don't know how in the world I'm going to be able to pay my health care costs. I don't know how in the world I'm going to be doing all these things. Then I think you should significantly consider reevaluating your business to make wise decisions for your financial future. And if you look at it and you can do those things, then it just comes back to getting a good accountant who can help you make those decisions. Anything else, Daniel? I think that mostly covered it. Excellent question, April. Thanks for allowing us to get on our soapbox and talk a little bit more than just your specific question. Let us know what you ended up doing. Shoot us an email. Love to hear an update, you know, in a few months, et cetera. Would love to know what you landed on and any progression. And this goes for all of our questions that we've been answering. Let us know. We'd love updates. We really do want to develop a community here. Uh, want to know updates, want to bring you back on the on the show if you have an update for us. Uh, would love to do that. So please give us an update in a, in a while. Let us know what you did and if we helped in the answer. All right, friends, wrapping up this show, remember, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.